Shalom Lechem Rabbi Isai. This week's parsha, parsha Shlach, talks about one of the biggest mistakes that Klal Yisrael made during their traveling through the Midbar. Instead of the Miraglim taking a lesson from Miriam Hanaviyah, when she spoke about Maishu Rabbeinu last week's parsha, and Rashi tells us she didn't mean anything, the Gnusai, she didn't mean to say anything negatively about him, and yet she was punished with Tsaras. The Meraglim did not take that lesson and chose to speak about Eretz Yisrael. Now, Klai Yisrael, after a number of times requesting from Aish Rabbeinu to send Meraglim, to send spies into Eretz Yisrael to check to see if the land is really as special as HaKadosh Baruch tells them. If it's safe and it's as special. Eventually, HaKadosh Baruch gives consent in telling them, Shlach Lecha, Rashi says, L'daitcha. I'm not telling you to send, but if you want, I'm going to let you send. Moshe Rabbeinu was trying to be careful about it. And they chose all the different heads of each shevet to go. And Moshe Rabbeinu gives them instructions on how to go about doing it. Now, the Pesach brings the names of each shevet that went. The Pesach says, by, by the Matei Ephraim, Hoshea ben Nun. Now, the, later on in the Pasuk, it says, These are the people, the names of the people that, that Moshe Rabbeinu sent to spy out the land of Eretz Yisrael. Here, Moshe Rabbeinu changes the name of Yeshua from Hesheb Benun to Yeshua. Like the Farshim tell us, but that's the Yud from the name of Sarimenu. Sarai, the Yud of Sarimenu was kept in storage for this moment when Moshe Rabbeinu would take the Yud and add that on to the name of Hashem Benun to name him Yeshua. Why? Rashi says, That Hashem should save you. He davened for him that Hashem should save you from the council of the Miraglim. From that which the Miraglim were going to possibly say something wrong about Eretz Yisrael, he wanted Yeshua to be saved from that. Now, the question which many ask is why did Moshe Rabbeinu specifically daven for Yeshua? Why not for all the Shvatim? For, for all the uh, Why not Kalei? Why, why Davka for Yeshua? So, to answer this question, before we answer the question, perhaps we just Quote something from the Mesil Susha. The Gemara Babratia, the Pegimal Beis, brings a Pasek in Tehillim. The Pasek in Tehillim says, Perkub Dalid, You make darkness and it is night. The Gemara Babratia says, What is this darkness, what is this night referring to? Zet Elam Hazar. It's referring to this world. If we refer to the darkness and of the night, a muscle to that, it's a muscle for this world, the materialistic world that we live in. Now the Ramchal, in the Sushayim, in the third parak, he says the following. You have to understand how wonderful this statement of the Gemara is, this truthful statement of the Gemara is. For someone who really wants to understand, 
כי הנה חושך הלילה שני מיניטוריוס אפשרי שיגרם לאין הודו. The darkness of the night has two possible mistakes that can, the darkness of night can cause a person to come to two possible mistakes in, the, in, the, in, the, in his vision. Either it's so dark, it's pitch, pitch dark, pitch black, and he, that he can't see anything at all, it's totally, totally blinded. It's not that dark. This really comes out in the morning of, of of, the, of when you're about to start saying Kriyashma, the different levels of, of, as the darkness wears off in the morning and becomes more light outside. Or it misleads him. It's not so dark outside, he doesn't see anything, but it misleads him. Where he sees a beam and he thinks it's a person, or he sees a person and he thinks that it's a beam. But he has misled vision, he can't see properly. Explains the Ramchal, that's this world. The materialistic world, when a person gets caught up in the materialistic world, it blinds his vision to see what's correct and what's not correct. And the more that a person gets involved in the materialistic world, he's not able to see his proper purpose and, uh, and the vision for what he's supposed to be accomplishing in life and what's correct and what's not correct, what's a mitzvah, what's an avera. He explains we have one type of darkness where a person gets so caught up in the world, so so filled with darkness that he just doesn't see anything that he's doing. These foolish people, they go confidently, they wind up falling on their face without even anything to be afraid of. They don't realize that they're, they're just walking in complete darkness. That's one level where a person is so caught up in it that everything's just, you know, fine. Everything's great. He doesn't realize that anything's in a and He's just, you know, going further. And then he falls and, and, and finds himself without accomplishing what he has to accomplish in life. But the second darkness that a person has when a person gets caught up in the materialistic world, it's not as black. It's not, you're not as caught up in the physical world. You're doing mitzvahs. You're somewhat connected. But you're so you're still caught up enough in the materialistic world at Hishamata Riasam until it it makes a person's vision <coughs> distorted at until he sees the things which are really bad as if they're really good. And the things which are good he, he he sees them as bad. Because he's he's getting an unclear vision to understand what's really good and what's really bad because he's caught up in the materialistic world. And here the Ramchal says that even though the intensity of that darkness is not as strong because he does see something, but the danger in this case is much worse. Why? Because you have an incorrect vision and you think that something is a mitzvah when it's really an avera, you're going to do it more and more and more. And when you see something that's really a mitzvah, or something that's really a mitzvah, you think that it's an avera and you're going to hold back from it, you're not going to be accomplishing what you're doing. It's not enough to you don't see the truth, but you're going to wind up bringing proofs to support your unclear vision and to think that this is really a mitzvah. It's a tremendous, difficult, and bad thing that brings a person down to the lowest, lowest level. What are we walking out from Rebchal? Rebchal is showing us that there's two levels of darkness. One is a darkness where I don't see anything. 
I wanted the darkness where I see something, but it's distorted. And when it comes to my Avedis Hashem, if I'm so engulfed, if I'm engulfed in the world in a way where I'm distort and I misunderstand what the truth is, that can wind up being even more dangerous when I don't understand at all. Now, the Kilis Yitzchak wants to answer our question with the Meraglim, similarly with the idea that we just gave from Ramchal. Our question was, why did Moshe Rabbeinu specifically daven for Yeshua? Why not everybody else? So the Kilis Yitzchak explains that what would be a reason that Moshe Rabbeinu would suspect that Kral Yisrael would, that the Meraglim would badmouth Eretz Yisrael. So he says, the Zerah brings down that the Meraglim itself, he was afraid of, would say something about Eretz Yisrael because he was afraid that now they had positions now in, in the Midbar where they wouldn't see him, they were very shy, but they wouldn't see him, and now if they're going to come to Eretz Yisrael, they might lose their positions. So therefore, because they would be afraid that they would lose their positions, he was afraid that, that the Meraglim would go ahead and badmouth Eretz Yisrael, and therefore, not let Kaiser go into Eretz Yisrael so they can remain with their position as being a Nasi. On that, the Kilis Yitzchak says, the Maishu Rebbeinu said, but these Meraglim that we're sending here when they see him, at that point they were, they were Tzadikim. Such a clear and, 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 and blunt avail like that, that a person would know that to go ahead and bad my Eretz Yisrael for my own personal interests like that, that the Nasiim would never do. Therefore, he felt that, you know, hopefully they'll be strong enough to be able to stand strong and not do that. Therefore, he didn't dive into that. But for Yeshua, there was another problem. Why? Because in last week's parasha, when Eldad Umeidad came, they were misnavad v'nachanel, which the Nebuchadnezzar say, Eldad Umeidad was really brothers of Moshe Rabbeinu, this Mechlekes, who came from Yechever, from Amram, but they were brothers of Moshe Rabbeinu, and they came to be misnavad v'nachanel. They said a prophecy, they said a nebuah. And they said, Maisha Meis, Yeshua Nachnis. Maisha Rabbeinu is going to die and Yeshua is going to bring Kla Yisrael into Eretz Yisrael. And then Yeshua became very angry and he said, My master Maisha wiped them out. And here Maisha Rabbeinu was very nervous because he was afraid here that Yeshua is going to make a chesbim Hashem Shemayim to speak about Eretz Yisrael. Because everybody knew how valuable and how important it was to have Moshe Rabbeinu, the, the manik of Klai Yisrael, the leader of Klai Yisrael here. And perhaps Yeshua is going to make a cheshben, I'll say something bad about Eretz Yisrael, and that way we won't go to Eretz Yisrael and we'll still keep Moshe Rabbeinu. Because they're saying in the rule over here, Elder Rumeidad, that once we come to Eretz Yisrael, Moshe Rabbeinu is going to be lifted and then I'm going to take over. I don't want to be here. I want Moshe Rabbeinu to be here. And it's the same Shemayim. That Mitzvah, which Yeshua would have created, was really Navera, and Moshe Rabbeinu was afraid that Yeshua would be misled, just like the Mitzvah Sushan said, that sometimes we can have a mistake, something that's really Navera, and we can dress it in a way for us to be able to think that it's a Mitzvah. Therefore, that's why Moshe Rabbeinu specifically daven for Yeshua. That you shouldn't be led to make that mistake, and don't worry about the, you have to do what the Cheshbon of HaKadosh Baruch Hu is, and don't worry about the Nebu of Elder the Maiden. You know, many times in Yeshiva, when we talk to the Bachrim, we talk about a person having a Tahara. And many times I, when we talk to the Bachrim, we mention that there's such a thing called the Yetzahara with the frack. Right? Yetzahara comes and tries to get us to do things that he dresses us sometimes in the form of a mitzvah. 
And we see from here that a person has to be able to have a clear vision and to be able to understand and to be able to know when is this a mitzvah, when is this an avera, when is this something that's right, when is this something that's wrong. And that comes from a person learning Torah. But sometimes, even as much as we learn the Torah, we each have our own negias, we have our ulterior motives that direct us in different directions. That's why a person has to have a rebbe. That's why at times we have to go to an Adam Gadol to be able to hear from a, a clear perspective, to be able to see without those ulterior motives, to be able to give us that clear insight to understand what's really what's in Hashem. Kosh should give us that ability and our brother Hashem to be able to see clearly so we can go from level to level to level and connect ourselves to Kosh Bochu and be able to bring Nachas and Nachas Ruach to Kosh Bochu and to the whole Kla Yisrael. Everyone should have a wonderful, wonderful Shabbos. Cool.